Welcome to episode 322 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here as always. And this week we've got a pretty fun one because we had a great conversation with a couple members of uh, Grind and a member of the Normandies. It was an extravaganza of sorts. <laughs> of sorts, yeah. Or this episode will be. That's right. With everything that we will have entailing. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk a bit about that. We're going to play some music. And get into this conversation with Pete and Dell, and a little bit with CJ as well. But first, let's not let you know who we're sponsored by. Sunset Tattoo, right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Their tattoos are done, get them proper. They're state licensed. They're mother approved. If you give Jake a call or shoot him a message, you can set up a time to talk about what work you need to get done. You can go to Sunset Tattoo Tulsa on Facebook or Instagram to see photos of all his work. Hell, you can go to our Instagram to see at least a single photo of his work because he did a tattoo for me. And I'm very happy with it, and other people have said that they think it's great, so there's you. A good solid plug for Jake, and we know several musicians around town and several touring musicians that have had him tattoo them as well, so give Jake a call at Sunset Tattoo and tell him that you heard about him here. Also, we've got Med Farm, a dispensary in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, 24683 East Highway 51. They are cannabis with a cause. 30% of their proceeds go to build no-kill animal shelters. That's like an amazing, an amazing thing that we're very happy to talk about here. They've got a drive-thru. If you call ahead or text ahead, you can place your order and get over there to pick it up. Get in, in and out quick. Leafly.com is the website where you can see all of the info or all of their selection, which is a pretty large selection. You can find them on Facebook at MedFarm PHRM, Instagram MedFarmOK, and their website is MedFarmOK.com. Hella Hot Hot Sauce is a hot sauce company based out of the San Francisco Bay Area. They make small batch artisan hot sauces. They collaborate with a lot of musicians. In fact, we've had a couple of them on here. Ghoul has a sauce called Brain Jerk. Florida Frank from Hate Breed has a sauce called Florida Frank's Florida Heat. And even Techno Destructo, formerly of Gore, has a sauce that we recently got a hold of some of them. And that shit is amazing. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's Garlic Death Grip. And <laughs> that's a great name for it because it is heavy on the garlic. And I can tell you, personally, I love everything heavy on the garlic. Yeah, me too. So yeah. it, it works. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Hellahothotsauce.com. You can buy it all and I'll ship it anywhere. If you're on the West Coast, there are a lot of stores out there as well, so check that out and let them know we sent you. And finally, we've got DEB Concerts, located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They bring a ton of great shows to the downtown Tulsa area, and they also book the Roadhouse stage every year at Rock, Oklahoma. That, that announcement will be coming shortly in the next few weeks, and we'll be talking about the bands playing Doug's stage there once that announcement comes out. But in the meantime, we can let you know that Lita Ford will be returning to the Ideal Ballroom in downtown Tulsa. To put on a show on June 26th, that show will be opened by Straight Shot, and it will be hosted by the one and only Eddie Trunk, who hosts a lot of the shows at the Ideal Barroom. So get out there, meet Eddie Trunk, and check out a show at the Ideal Barroom, which is an amazing venue. They've always got great shows. DEBconcerts.com. You can get ticket info there. You can be kept up to date on any of the Previous shows that got postponed or any upcoming shows as well, and we'll of course keep you updated here as well. All right, so this weekend 
the return of the Vanguard show is happening. Right. Saturday, June 12th, here in just a few days. And I know you kind of you kind of came up with this idea like a month ago or something. You're like, we should get one of these guys from the Normandies or Grind on to talk about this show. Right. And I think I mentioned, why don't we try to get someone from both bands? Exactly. And here we are. And that's what happened. Yeah. Made it happen. Well, before we jump into this, is there anything else noteworthy you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I you know, we kind of mentioned this at the end of the interview, but, you know, uh, rest in peace to Metal Dave. Right. If you don't know, Metal Dave was a stalwart in the Tulsa music scene. He was always there supporting all the bands. He was uh, the number one fan to many bands around Tulsa, and uh, he unfortunately passed away recently. So just um, send some good vibes out to all that. Um other than that, I, I don't, I'm not sure. It seems like there's something else like, you know, big rock news, but I'm not, it's not registering with me right now. So, right. who knows? And it really doesn't fucking matter. Um, I'm excited that we have CJ and Dale and Pete on the show and that we're playing music from both bands and the show coming up this weekend. So, you know, we, we, we should keep it, we should keep this episode to that. Well, yeah, usually and, we... And, and again, Metal Dave, rest in peace, you know? Yeah, of course. And like you mentioned, there'll be more talk about Metal Dave in the the talk here with Pete and Dale coming up. Yes. And that, one more thing to note, like if you're from the Tulsa area and you've been to shows and you're not familiar with the name Metal Dave, if you Google, I mean, you go on Facebook and type that in, you're going to see some photos and be like, oh yeah, I've seen that guy. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> seen that guy, yeah. for sure. Because he's a, he's a pretty memorable dude, not yep. just you know in looks. You know, he, he when he'd talk to you, yeah. Stark, you met him, right? <laughs> Stark raving white goatee and a Slayer hat, yeah, right. <clears throat> Rest in peace for sure. But yeah, usually we use the other news or the other talk to kind of fill out an episode. But this episode in itself, yeah, this talk with coming up is going to be a good hour and on its own. So right. We don't need that filler, right? Right, right. We, we've got Pete from the Normandies. We've got Dale and CJ from Grind. They're playing this weekend at the Vanguard, and it's just going to be a damn good time. Yeah. So let's, like you said, let's play some music then. Let's kick this thing off with the Normandies. This song's called Let Me Believe. <laughs> Fuck! 
Let Me Believe from the Normandies. That's from their EP, Co-Conspirators of Greater Evils. It came out in 2019. That's a great EP. It's got like four tracks on it. It's like 11 minutes long. That's right. Because this is punk rock we're talking about. Yeah, it's all killer, no filler. That's right. Which is kind of what we deal with here at Thunder Underground. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, if you have filler on your album, we're not having you on. No. But no, the Normandies, you need to check that out if you're not familiar with them outside of that song. Check out that EP. Check out their album from 2016, I think it was, which is fantastic as well. Like you'll hear from Pete coming up. They should have some new stuff later this year as well. But with that being said, now let's play some grind. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here is Senseless from Grind. Always fool, but in the search of truth, 
Senseless. That was Grind. That's the opening track on their album, Leaders of the Free World, that came out in 2019 as well. Both these bands had albums come out in 2019. And we might get new music from both of them this year. We'll wait and see. But in the meantime, check out Leaders of the Free World if you have not yet. Lots of great stuff on there. We played several other songs, I think, from that album in the past. Definitely. I like what they said um, about this could be the year of the local band. Um, that's one thing to look for in this interview. Yeah. Uh, so just playing these two songs makes me think about that again. So, yeah, I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people are excited to get back out to shows. And while there are national bands touring, those kind of weeks will be filled out by other bands. In your, if you're not from our area or whatever area you're from, get out there and support whoever's in your area. It's the perfect time to do it. With all that being said, once again, June 12th, this Saturday night at the Vanguard, this show will not just feature the Normandies and Grind, it'll also feature Don't Make Ghosts out of Oklahoma City and R.R. Williams here out of Tulsa. Right. Which also features Pete Webb as well. Exactly. So that's a great four-band bill. Ten bucks at the door, or I believe you can get tickets in advance from either of these guys you're about to hear on this podcast or either of the other bands on the bill as well. So be sure and not miss that in your if you're in our area. But we've also got, we've talked about it, we've also got the same night at Badass Renee's. Right. The Green Country Irates debut in Tulsa. With Stellar Ascent as well. Oh, that's right. They're on that bill? Right. Okay. Very cool. And Sprout is actually pulling a rock star move and playing a show in Wichita at 6 p.m. Yes. And then playing Tulsa the same night. Yes. So I would assume at like 10 or 11 p.m. is probably. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a solo act in Wichita at a show there at 6 p.m. And as soon as that finishes, he's packing up and heading towards Tulsa for the Green Country R8. So you've got options where you can do like us and just maximize your options and hit up both of them yes i think that's kind of what we're going to try to do yeah we were talking about that beforehand we're like talking how about are we going to do this what are we going to do let's go to this one then go to this one and blah 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 yeah it's going to be a busy night no matter what that's right all right let's quit talking and get into this here's pete webb and Dell diver and a little bit of cj mcclellan as well I used to go there a lot. I worked for Delta Airlines. And oh, I would yeah. just fly in for a this day. This motherfucker would just, ah, I don't want to see the Mets play. I'm going to go. That's yeah, because that's that's my been my favorite team since I was a kid. So I just fly in, take the subway over to Shea Stadium, and mm-hmm. take the subway back and get back home at like midnight. That's badass. That's yeah. badass. Yeah. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. You knew how to do that. I would have no idea. Like, Can someone tell me where to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd be like, "Fuck off!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time we did it, it took a couple times to get it down. The first time I did it, we walked quite a ways, and we're walking through. Uh, I'm trying to remember what little borough we're walking through, and I asked a cop 
like we're trying to get to Shea Stadium as we're walking the right way. Yeah, like we're walking the right way towards Queens. Like you're walking to Queens, and we're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to Shea Stadium." He's like, "You shouldn't be walking to Queens." (laughs) Right? (laughs) He's like, "You go this way, get on the subway right there." And he told us the number and everything. So, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be walking to Queens, right? (laughs) First time I was in California, I was with uh, some family, and we drove through. We went over the, the overpass over Compton, the entrance. I was like, dude, let's go to Compton. He's like, we don't go to Compton. <laughs> <laughs> go. That's all of a sudden. We don't go to Compton. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. <laughs> when we went to Chicago for Riot Fest, it was on the south side of Chicago. So we parked just like along the street somewhere and had to walk to Douglas Park. So you're walking through the neighborhood, and there's like people – out in their porch going, you know, stopping us. Hey, guys, are, are you guys from around here? You're not. Are you me. guys just going to the show? And like, yeah, we're not from here. We're just going to the show. Well, you're on the south side of Chicago. So here's our street number. Here's the street. If something happens, come back here and we'll call 911. You guys need to be careful. <laughs> and we're like, okay. You know, Shit. but thank God nothing happened. But that was that was weird. Like, okay, some shit could happen. Yeah. yeah I've been in Memphis. Fuck, yeah. You don't want to be in Memphis, too, after dark. CJ's got a story about Little Rock. Well, remember the story you said you got caught after dark outside of town? There's a reason why anytime you turn on cops, fucking Little Rock. Is <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody last night, I'm like... You know, I've never one time felt weird in Tulsa. Not once. But there's places in Little Rock, and I grew up there. Like, you just, you don't mess around, man. It, it's very quickly uh, related to you that you don't belong and that you need to you need to be moving on along. But I got locked. That's how much of Little Rock. I got locked in a convenience store with an angry <laughs> store owner that was threatening all kinds of bodily harm and violence against me because he didn't like the mask I was wearing. And I was like, dude, just let me out of this store, man. Wow. So, Little Rock's crazy. Dude. It's I love you, Little Rock. You were here my whole time. It's just it's, real. I've heard that over the last several years, but growing up, I just think Little Rock's just like, yeah, Little Rock's one of those Nice place in Arkansas. It's different, man. You know, I've been through it's there. It's really so, good. It's yeah. really nice. Way more chill. It's really nice when you're on the highway just passing. Just driving right through. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we talk about Vanguard? Sure. Let's do it. Steer a few days away from there. This is both your guys' first show back, right? That's right. Okay. Because I know it's the Vanguard's actual first show back. Yeah. 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 Well, it's not really our first show. Well, we for, we played uh, Save the Shrine together. We did that together, but uh, in in our corner, it's the first show for us. We've uh, we've had it. We've made a uh, uh, change in the band. We have a new we have a new member. Okay. We got rid of an old member. Um, it was mutual. It was good good trade. But we have a new bass player. His name's Ryan Winkle. Okay. And uh, uh, the band is moving forward, and it's it's good. It's good. So it will be our first show back. Oh, okay. And we're excited. Great, great. We're excited. So very cool. Yeah. So the so the way that 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 worked out is you know the Normandies usually do uh, a yearly kind of headlining show there at the Vanguard. So the last time we played our headliner, I booked this date 
way in advance. So when it started getting close and everything was still questionable, I'm like, you know, messaging them and asking if the show was still going to happen. They said, well, I think it might actually be the first show back for the Vanguard. So it just kind of luck was on our side for being the the first show back uh, for the Vanguard. So we're excited. Having grind along, you know, we're excited. I, I can't wait. I, I love playing the Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time. What is it you guys, I know you've said the same thing. What is it you guys like about that venue? The sound, the, <laughs> the, the, the room you have, you know, that's, that's kind of a big thing. I mean, people don't understand, you know, there's a lot of times you play and we, you can't move. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like this, <laughs> you know, two or three feet and, in front and, of the drum yeah, riser. And the Vanguard yeah. is nice enough to let, let us have our own space every time. So, you know, I've, we've played gigs and gigs and gigs and a lot of bands. And you guys, I don't know if you guys are going to backline, but even if you do, mm-hmm. there's still plenty of room on that stage. Mm-hmm. So I've seen Clutch at the Canes a hundred years ago. And I saw the singer. What's the singer's guy? What's his name? Neil Fowler. Yeah. He's like this. And there's like three drum sets just packed back, you know, where yeah. Clutch gets, gets the edge. The Vanguard's never done that to us. And. It's just a great place. I like it. I love that place. I like the all ages aspect that of it. Too. That's yeah. that's yeah. a that's a big thing for you know when we do like I said a headlining show. We like to be able to get everybody there from all age groups. And yeah, the kids get to come. Push it out. Yeah, yeah. And it's got kind of nice. We played a show. Remember, uh, I don't remember, but Drew McKenna was hosting it one night, and my daughter was little bitty. And they brought her up on stage, and she said, Dad, I could do that every night. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. It's always cool to make yeah. make fans of, you know, younger generation and stuff. You know, that's, that's always been really cool. Well, what, what what about the Vanguard makes it to where they can do that? Do they choose to do that, or, like, why don't more? Well, I, I'm assuming that it's that's something more. they choose to do. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not familiar with liquor laws and all that because to me like them in the shrine it's the same thing it's just a bar serving liquor that also puts on shows so like yeah i've always wondered that like why is one yeah i all ages and one choice i don't know yeah i'm just wondering i don't know i've asked simon about it but i assume it's probably just the line in the sand you know he's just like i do this because you can serve beer with all ages show you can't serve liquor oh okay there's a liquor law there. Yeah, yeah, but you can have you can have beer, but you can't have liquor. So, and I'm well, that's true. The Vanguard doesn't serve liquor, do they? No. Oh, I just okay. There's your answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't know if any of that has changed with the new laws that we have and all that. I leave that up to the venues. We, right, right. Sure. I like to just learn how to play now, music. Like, who cares? <laughs> Let's do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, go over the, the other two bands on the bill. So uh, uh, we have Don't Make Ghosts, and they're from Oklahoma City, uh, and, and they played with us at the last headlining show. Uh, great band, great guys, uh, and they're actually playing with us the Friday before this show in Oklahoma City. So we're playing 89th Street uh, Friday night uh, with uh, from Parts Unknown out of Texas, Don't Make Ghosts. And uh, a band called Caught Stealing that I think is from Oklahoma City. And then Saturday we do, you know, show with Grind, Don't Make Ghosts is on that bill again. And then R.R. Williams, which is a a band that I'm also uh, playing drums in. And it's uh, Mike Williams, uh, 
from uh, Merlin Mason and the singer for the agony scene. Uh, and, gotcha. and then, uh, uh, Dalton plays for the shame. He's a guitar player gotcha. and uh, the bass player from the penny mob. So it's kind of a, right a group of, that sounds bad. Is it punk or metal? <laughs> it's, it's it, punk. I was about to say, <laughs> I bet it's punk. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know what the genre is, but it's, uh, it's, it's, Punkish, but it's kind of southern feeling right. to me. I mean, Mike will probably tell me that I'm southern actually punk? crazy for saying so, that. You guys wear cut off? <laughs> no, <laughs> <Flat no>. shirts. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. You know, Skinner so, punk. So yeah, no, no, no. So southern wasn't the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's gonna kick me in the ass. I mean, I'll never do that again. So, so no one in the band is named R. R. Williams. Yeah. I no, Mike. Mike Williams is already taken, so gotcha. Mike got the R R from something with his dad. <laughs> the Southern band, right? <laughs> there's, they're all Daryl, and there's Pete. Well, it's it's just punk, it's just punk rock, okay? <laughs> God damn it! Hey, rewind. Hit rewind on that fucking thing. Country punk, cow punk, cow fucking there, cow punk. That's, that's an actual yeah, thing, right? Yeah, cow punk. That I was heard yeah, that before, cow punk. So. I, I suck at genre shit anyway. Um, it doesn't matter. Is that what they play? music, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Swinging <laughs> utter is what they call cow punk. Yeah, I got a new band called Swinging Utter. It's cow punk. <laughs> so, uh, but Mike and I did record an album like eight years ago, okay. but it was called Mike Williams at the time. But it was Mike, uh, John Moreland. And myself, and then Stefan Egerton from The Descendants did the production kind of thing on that. So I've been, you know, doing that with Mike eight years ago. So we haven't been doing it for eight years, but eight years ago we released an album and stuff. And so whenever he was talking about doing his solo stuff again, I was like, hell yeah, dude, let me let me get on that. So so that's the R. R. Williams story, the Southern punk. Country, whatever the hell. Yes, hey, if you guys want to come, the new band added to the bill, Swinging Utter, which is actually a band, <laughs> with a new hit, <laughs> Cowpot. <laughs> no, <laughs> terrible. Stop it. Well, I know both the both bands, the Normandies and Grinded, both sold out. Vanguard doing headlining gigs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, I mean, I kind of, I'm really looking forward to this, you know, both of you guys together. So kind of talk about, have you guys played, well, I know you played at least one show together before because you played Thunder Underground Fest. I don't know if it's the same day, but mm-hmm. you're both on the bill. Yeah. Have you guys played before? Like we, a couple times. We played the Shrine together. We played Canes together for Cancer yes, Sucks. Yes, yes. Uh Freak Juice, Freak, yes. yeah. We played uh, Juice Lounge. Yeah. yeah, Juice Maker's Lounge. So yeah. good. Save the shrine. Save the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Rich, I love you, but save the clock tower. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's into saving. No, uh, I love the band. I love I love Peace Band. I love the Normandies. And I'd like to think that, uh, you know, coming up, you rise to a level of professionalism, maybe. The way I think about it, that I'm not there, but they are. And I get to play with them. I really appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, during the pandemic, I have to say, I enjoyed it. There was nothing to do, and I like it, because <laughs> I just, I liked it. I don't know why. 
I didn't have to write. I didn't have to play. I didn't have to do anything. I just got to breathe. And it was nice. But now that things are coming back, I had that time to think and go, man. And I told CJ and the rest of the band while this time was off, I was like, think of the bands that will, will not come back from this. That will not. Time the playing field's kind of level for all of us at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, we have an opportunity to swing for the fences and maybe, maybe that door's cracked a little bit. We might get our foot in. I understand we're all middle-aged guys, but we might get some good fucking shows out of this deal, you know? Right. So if we can keep our level professional and keep playing with guys like from the Normandies, I think only great things will happen for mm-hmm. Pete, CJ, myself, the band. But I think that uh, the music business, everyone is, is they want it. 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 And I've missed it. I'm sure you have. Right. Your guys have. And it was hard to get motivated during this time off. So with this show and all the rest of them, it's, it's I hate to say this, but before I don't think I ever took it seriously enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a little cavalier or just kind of, I get to do this. Now I'm like, now I'm going to do this. So until the opportunity runs out and that's kind of where we're with, with the Vanguard and any other show we take on. Yeah, I, I kind of heard that this year might be the year for the local band because like a lot of the bigger bands and stuff are still a little bit reluctant to get out there and, and, and start playing shows and stuff, even though we kind of see a few of those shows starting to happen and, and trickle in. The the local bands have an opportunity now to like really, like you said, put their foot in the door, like really, like really come out swinging for the fences and say, Hey, you know, we're, we're here. We can play these, these venues. We can do these shows, you know, cause there's a lot of bands that will not. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I think you guys and, and, and the Normandies, you know, were uh, pushing to save the stages uh, and, and, and stuff like that. So, uh, to move that even further, you know, getting out there and playing these shows and helping out uh, the venues and, you know, obviously helping ourselves and uh, it's a win-win for everybody right now. But right. but certainly for local bands, if they want to put in the yeah. work, yeah. which is, I guess that's the, that's the hardest part for local bands is actually putting in the work or knowing how to effectively put in the work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of, that's why... I, Playing shows with grind is 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 so so beneficial to to both parties because they put in the work they know how to put in the work they push the shows you know the Normandies does the same and right. so having two bands like that on a bill is always just yeah. brings in the that's right the crowd. that's right well I mean you know, since we're, since we're at this love fest here that was kind of one of the next things you know kind of kind of talk about what you know. What are the Normandies to you, and what's grind to you, and you know uh, that kind of thing. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I saw them. It was we played a show with you guys, and I didn't know who you were. And I think it was the Vanguard, maybe the first time. But I knew one of the guys in the band he used to play with uh, Failsafe. Uh-huh. That would be me. That was you. No, I, 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 was, I almost said that, but I don't want to be wrong. I, was like, I knew one of the guys. I'm like, that's right. I'm sorry. I, I thought that was right, but I. But I, I, I edit that part. 
But so, depending on when you saw us, the guitar player, but, Chris Cartwright, also played for Phil okay. Safe. So both of us were. In and I was like, I love that band. I love Phil Safe. Yeah. So I was already in. So, but when you guys played, man, you guys best. Best. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. So good rock and roll, good fun. And I like rock and roll. And I like good shows. And then the normies, that's what they do. Right. You know? That basically the same. I mean, that's it's pretty <laughs> ditto what he said. <laughs> Except it, it, he knew it, who I was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had no idea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, no, but when you were playing with Felsafe, we didn't know each other. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, same same thing. You know, you just when you see a band and you see them perform, you know, you know, professionalism getting on and off the stage, just. Carrying yourselves like a professional grind has always done that. And love the music, yeah. love the love the performance, and just. Well, I mean, you know, for me, if I can get in on this a little bit, um, you know, you guys each are different. You know, you guys are more of a punk thing. Grind, I think, is more of a hard rock thing. But the, I think the common thread is just like a meat potatoes rock and roll. You know, at the core, that's what it is, and that's. That's why we dig you guys and wanted to have you on. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's very important. I think that's a, you know, whether you're going to go off and do a, a hard rock thing or a metal thing or a punk thing, you have to have that, like, just meat, potatoes, just oomph. And you guys both have that. And I think that's important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our deal is we just, I want, we're having fun. I mean, that's that has to be the key, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, in short, we're all entertainers. Isn't that what we do? Right. We entertain. Mm-hmm. So, we might as well put our craft to what we do. And, and um, my new goal is just to entertain the people and just have a – let them forget about where they're at for a minute. Mm-hmm. If I can get them chanting and singing, that's what I'm going to do. And then if, and if everyone had a good time, that's fine. I mean, right. we know what we do. You know, you know we're monkeys – yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're monkeys on the stage. We get it, but we like doing our monkey stage dance, and I mean, it's got to be like that. We have to look at it that way. At least that's the way I look at it. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know how people look at us, but I know how I see myself. And yeah, I'm just like, yeah. You just a moron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going caution to the wind, getting up there yeah, and just like just, just, just let it all hang out. Just that's, go. You can't. You cannot. Like, think about that for a second. You just got to go. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, you know, what can we, what can we expect from both your bands in in the coming year? And I think I'll start with, you know, I'll start with you, Dale, um, not to put you guys totally on the spot. I'm not going to get sensational, but you mentioned a lineup change earlier. Like, you know, how was that? Did you go through a lot of guys and did you find the right guy? And then, you know... What is coming up for you? Well, this is uh, the, the change that kind of happened during the during the time off, mm-hmm. and uh, there there was a level of commitment that we couldn't go on the road, so we had to change that. So now that the doors are open, we're going to go on the road if it, if if it, if it allows us to. So with the new bass player and the new lineup, there's a new level of commitment, and we're going to record some new songs. Right, it's on like. And the new addition, uh, one thing, a band that we weren't before is we weren't a hard rock band. We are now. And the level of talent has raised. 
the vocals in the band have raised. Like, we are a singing band now. And uh, we put another showman up front. So all you're going to get is just a bunch of arrogant assholes kicking ass. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I think we reached that level. But now we have to harness it. And all we want to do is just... I never ever thought that what we do for fun would take us to give me, give us me an opportunity to, to, to say the names of the guys that I grew up with watching and listening to that well, I've been on the bill with them. Right. You know what I mean? And that kind of stuff. So since the opportunity has raised for us, we're going to, we're going to go hard. We're coming. We're coming. I'll jump in. Go ahead. I know I'm not supposed to technically be on this. But come on, we're coming. (laughs) No, yeah, come on. There's no rules around here. Yeah. We didn't enter. We didn't audition a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. We had the fortune to uh, have a friend of ours that is uh, very accomplished in his own right. I mean, he's a Nashville musician. Session guy, yeah. He, he toured with Michael McDonald. He was a writer for Michael McDonald. I mean, wow. the guy, oh, wow. he's very accomplished in his own right and can sing his ass off. So we always said, like, if we ever had to make a change um, in that position, that what we really wanted was somebody that not only could come in and 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 do what what JD did what for us and he did amazing for us he's a great player JD was great man we needed somebody that could take it to the next level to be what he did playing wise but also seeing and I think what Ryan brings to the band which hopefully we can showcase next weekend is is a more full sound than we've ever really been able to have and he's a showman you're gonna have three showmen up front like it's gonna be a show and that was kind of the goal like you know, we're not we're not great to look at, but goddammit, we're going to throw a fucking show. Bro, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally when I'm at a show, all all the ugly girls are on his side, Whatever. all the hot ones are right in front, yeah. and all the gay guys are in front of JD. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to change all that. I stole that from Michael Starr, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, Satchel said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, since the Normandies are all good looking, are you right. saying we're not going to actually put on a show? We're just going to stand there. <laughs> we don't even have to yeah, plug in. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, are you, were you saying there wasn't a single person in the crowd watching Brian? Never. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's got his own fan club. There's yeah. No <laughs> when I, I play, so. <laughs> there's this, this big circle, and they all stand around. That's my fan club right there. <laughs> <laughs> What about y'all? What's what's coming? Well, uh, for this Saturday, you're going to hear a couple of new songs. So our goal is to uh, get it get an EP out, uh, and that's probably just what we're going to do for the every year. Hopefully, is do something, release an EP, so that we can keep music forward for everybody. But but this year, that's that's our goal. Like I said, uh, at the show, you'll hear a couple of new songs and. And we're really excited to get those out there. Uh, and uh, we planned on covering a, a Normandy song, but you should have. Out. I don't, yeah, <laughs> uh, that was another Since show. You know, that we did. Some new songs. Uh, we, we, we played that show together where everybody covered another Oklahoma artist. He put that, yeah, that, he put that together. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Paulette and I, you know, she was really a big instrumental part of that. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. 
It was fun. I think we played a Skytown song, didn't we? We did. Yeah. We got uh, covered by Dirty Crush. Crush. That yeah, was Dirty cool. Crush played Mr. Harvey. Oh, they, did, they did good. They did a very good job. That was cool. Yeah, and we yeah. played John Moreland, so nobody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, kind of playing into that, and you know, back a little bit on the stuff we we're talking about earlier. Like, I've always been a fan of diverse bills, and mm-hmm. I mean. I consider this because you guys, even though you're both like you talked about, we're kind of like the turn the punch bowl. I was like, they're all well, punk I, rock bands, and then there's us. Well, I, I don't know hey, about I'm that. A punk. You're a punk, but, but you know, guys, like what you guys Jason was saying, though, you know, it's all kind of the, the core and the root of, of the music is rock and roll, right. and and uh, you know, every time we tried to do the headlining thing, we've always tried to bring. Diversity, you know, we didn't. Just, we don't want to just bring a bunch of bands that really just have the same formula. You know what I mean? So uh, bringing grind along, and you know, I think previously we had had. Uh, I don't remember the name of the band that was on uh, last year, but but anyway, we we've always tried to split it up a little bit and have a just different. Genres of rock and roll. I mean, it's all fucking rock and roll, right? It's always been a good fit. The, the Normandy Grind shows have always gone off really well. Mm-hmm. Um, when we played with Freak Juice, I thought that was even even better. You got like a trifecta. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tori was like, we need to take this on the road. You know, you got the punk rock, you got the hard rock, you got the funk and soul fusion thing they do. And yeah. I mean, it's a pretty complete experience <laughs> if you're going to see that show live so yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was a, that was a great lineup great yeah and you we got to do that twice are you plugging tory no i'm just uh, yeah <laughs> hey tory what up i follow the buzzards was the band i was going to say that oh okay we, we had them they're along fun. the last couple what times what happened to those guys they're still fun i think i yeah, i'm not really fun? sure yeah they're a fun band they're mm-hmm. they were at the uh, what was it the tulsa music awards that year they played yeah 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 i did what happened to that by the way well, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Well, I, assume, I know like, last I year they did the shut it down last year, but. Well, they ended up doing a digital one last year. Oh. Like a virtual one, I mean. Well, apparently I wasn't invited, so I, that's why I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as far as this year, they haven't said anything. In, but I would assume they might in the fall. I don't know. It was the price of right, little mountain climb. Like, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. You'd have to get one of those guys up here to see what that is. Because <laughs> I, I haven't really seen Ryan doing a whole lot of I'm stuff. Say, tag Ryan Paquette and be like, what's up with the awards? Uh, and, and what up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Roger hadn't said much about it, so maybe, I don't know, man, logistically, those kind of things that, that everybody's tried it. We, earlier, when we were talking before... Uh, you started recording. We were talking about Tulsa World doing right. the Spot Nick Awards and stuff yeah, like sure. that. But you know, it just it happens for a few years. It's really cool. The musicians like it, uh, but it uh, it's really like it's very. It, it's really hard to get the fans engaged yes. in that. So it's really just a bunch of fucking band. <laughs> don't get me started on that but yes so I was just wondering what happened with it. but we by the way we did win an award the first year that it took place we won single of the year 
Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. We had to share that with Had Enough, right? Oh, yeah, they kind of did the fake rude. They're like, they announced him, and we're like, oh, that's cool, man. That's our homie. We're and all cool. They, and then they then they announced him that we didn't even hear it. And everybody's like, you guys won, too. Everyone's like, patting me on the back. like, you got to go up. I'm like, like what? We didn't even hear it, because we were all just like, you guys won rock single of the year. And I'm like, <laughs> so, yeah, it was. How did that just won? Yeah, it was like, like a cold. It was weird. Like a tie type thing? Yeah. No, yeah. Don't have ask this, me how that happened. We have this. Yeah, I don't know what the word is, by the way. No, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> well, the good thing about you being... Right? You guys want yeah, punk yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. We, we've won punk rock every year, so yeah. that's the good we thing about really. being in punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to start a, a, a southern punk band, and I'm going to win that award. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> R.R. Williams is going to be pissed. Yeah, huh? right? Beat him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to come on this show now. Way to go! <laughs> well, you should have Mike on here. Uh, We'd love yeah, to. He, yeah, he's he's got a. Uh, he'd have tons of stories, you know, from his agony scene days right. and his Dude, Merlin Mason days. Like me, every, every time yeah, I hear you, you talk, you're like, I was in this band. Well, it's been like thirty five bands. He's in like thirty one bands. <laughs> and I mean, the thing about only the Did thing about being med- mediocre is you can play in a band for a little while until they find somebody I better. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> you just go in there and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I was in the band for a week. So <laughs> I didn't tell you how long I was in the band, right? <laughs> right. You played in some like accomplished, you know, bands though, and done some cool shit. He's like, fucking Pete Webb. I know. I'm like every time I'm like this motherfucker. Like you were in that band and this band. And well, this I've band. been a, I've been around for a long time. I'm an old you are crusty fucker. So. Damn. Get but, your uh, Medicare. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you need me to go get your walker when you go when you leave? <laughs> my my first Tulsa show was nineteen ninety six, opening for Clutch at Kane's Ballroom. That's better. And you were with <clears throat> a band called Petrophene. That's so yeah. yeah. You guys remember I'm, that? Yeah, I remember playing with you guys at the other side. Yep. And I didn't put it together until, you know. A few years ago when we started doing the podcast mm-hmm. and you had said something on Facebook, oh, my old band. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, and then you said something about Failsafe mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck, I took a fucking marketing class at TJC with, or TCC with uh, the singer. Oh, uh, Jake. Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, that guy's out there. Dude, I'm not. That <laughs> Jake like, guy. Yeah. It's like it all comes around. I'm yeah. like, it's a small fucking world. I, I was outside the King's Ballroom night and I was fucking drunk, dude. And he came out, and remember, he used to wear that white vest. Uh-huh. I was like, why are you wearing a life jacket? <laughs> she hit me inside like, what are you, Marty McFly? So, I actually have a funny story about that. We were, uh, we played uh, uh, St. Louis. You guys were Little Rock. By the way, it was in Little Rock. I love your band, though. I fucking love your band. We got pulled over in Little Rock. (laughs) We had our band, our band, and our trailer, (laughs) and we had uh, we had air fresheners hanging because uh, they're like just a bunch of fucking dudes in a van, you know. Yeah. So uh, we got pulled over, and uh, cop comes up and he's like, "Hey, you can't have all those things. It's obstructing your view." And I'm like, "Well, you know, you got to smell this fucking thing." You know. So anyway, he's like, is there anything in here that you guys don't want us to find and this and that? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that guy. And I, that's, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing, nothing in here. So he's like, well, come, come back here. Go back to the cop car. And, then, you know, Jake gets out 
and comes back there and he says something to the cop. And they're like, everybody get out of the van. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck, Whoa. right? So Jake had, unbeknownst to the rest of the band, had a pistol under the seat. So we're like, son of a bitch, right? This was going to be a move on and go on no, about our business thing. Yeah. So, so then they're like, where's your, you know paperwork on it. He's like, well, Oklahoma doesn't require paperwork. And they're like, all right, so open your trailer. We want to see what's in the trailer. Well, what's the first thing on the top of that fucking trailer? That dumbass bulletproof vest. Oh! Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's what it was. That yeah, yeah, it was a bulletproof vest. That's so what it I'm was. Like, Cause I asked him, like, why are you wearing a lock, jacket? man? We look like bank robbers <laughs> or some shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. So that's how that went. And He's then, flat by, by the end of it, it was it was a it was okay. We gave them all t shirts and took some pictures with the drug dog because <laughs> <laughs> the drug the drug dog didn't find anything. That's right, even you know. better. So Oh, that jacket. It's notorious. They I brought a drug dog to smell your fucking Yeah, they brought it because what they said that's is great. that the the highway we were on was a high drug trafficking and they see a bunch of dudes in a van with a trailer, you know, whatever, no, whatever, whatever, no, whatever, whatever bullshit they came up yeah, with. They yeah, saw yeah, the yeah, air yeah. fresheners hanging from the yeah. mirror. They look like there's a dead body in that. They pulled you over <laughs> yeah. for too many little trees. That's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, and there were there were a bunch of them. I mean, it was like, but right. you, I mean, you guys know when when oh, you go yeah, and you do shows and there's a bunch of sweaty people getting in there after. Playing and unloading and hey, no. hey, by the way, THC stole my cabinet. <laughs> Bunch what? of sweaty dudes loading gear. Oh, they just loaded my cabinet right on the trailer and took, took it to Minnesota. Took it to Minnesota. Oh, I remember that. The night at the Cage show. Yeah, yeah. Our, well, night, yeah? our gear was sitting over here, and THC just all the gear that was sitting just loaded it up. It wasn't them personally, but like yeah. somebody helping them. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. So now we have. Grind spray painted on everything. Yeah, we yeah. tagged all our shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it ended up in Minnesota. They were cool though. They brought it back, and it, well, I had to drive two hours to get it. But that—that's true. It was a couple of weeks later before we got yeah. the cabinet back. <laughs> oh, Big Rich was having a good time with my cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on! God. Give me back my cabinet. <laughs> He was stuffing marijuana and yeah, right was I was talking shit. <laughs> well, in, in another small world thing, uh, I'm not sure which failsafe band member it was. One of the guitar players or bass player, their dad was our computer teacher at Broken Arrow High School. I know him. Uh, Mr. Jackson. Oh, oh John, John did yeah. yeah, the guitar player. Right. <laughs> and I knew that because... I think it was Kaz's one time. I don't know if you were there or if it was just like me and Josh and Eric and all them. But I'm like, what the fuck is Mr. Jackson doing here in Kaz's? <laughs> and I go up to him and he's like, oh, hey, I remember you. Because I'd been out of high school maybe. I'm like, what are you doing here? And he said, oh, my son's playing at Kane's, opening for whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it's just a small world thing all over. Here. Yeah. And John didn't, man, he went on to, he does like, Builds websites and stuff yeah. for bands like Dropkick Murphys, and oh, wow, does wow. he does almost all the the stuff for uh, uh, the guy that owns McNellies and all that stuff, the McNellies Group. Oh. He does almost all of their I stuff. He's he's a few years ago, hundred years ago. I got a DUI. Mm-hmm. I had to go to DUI school. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but it was one of y'all's dads. 
<laughs> one of your little dads. <laughs> I think it was him. One of the felt safe dads. Well, that's how yeah. I thought. And then I met Pete earlier. I don't know if you remember, but I met you early and you don't remember. But but uh, that's how I got turned on to, to felt safe. Huh. So was that was school? that was in two thousand five. <laughs> those, were, those were the days, man. Yeah, I remember. Isn't that right? You guys were running about that time. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. if gee, you want me to try to remember something two thousand five, I surely wouldn't. I remember. I got a DUI. It was like two thousand five. Hey, when I, when I had to go to DUI school, they were talking about the guy that at DUI school that finished. And then went to the bar next door. <laughs> when it was at like fifty first, well, it's, it's all on Harvard. Yeah, it's all it's all raised yeah, over now. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, it's all done now. But yeah. he got done. He graduated, went to the bar, and then left left the bar and got, got another DUI. Oh, <laughs> and they always told us that fucking story. The, the, well, the, so that I can fit in, right. I also went to DUI school. <laughs> And, and I remember there was a guy there, and they, they asked everybody, how many times do you think you've driven drunk? Right? I was like, this, you don't got enough fingers and toes, buddy. Well, this guy was like, well, let's see. I'm uh, 50, and I've been, well, let's see, 16. So every day since I was 16 years old, I have what? driven drunk. What? And they were like, you told him that? No, that's no, not me. Some guy in the class. Oh, 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 oh. Tell your story. I only yeah, drove like half that to- many times. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, half. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but Every yeah, it was day. it was crazy when you when they did the math, right. like how many people yeah. just it's yeah. insane. Yeah, dude, I was. We have to do better, is what I'm saying. You know what? It's <laughs> not. It's not that I rather I deal with the drunk drivers, the motherfuckers who are looking at their phones all the time driving. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, you know, mine, uh, mine was it was an APC, so I I felt like shit. Anyways, I felt like a huge piece of crap. Mm-hmm. When you're in there, they make you tell your story, like what happened to you that night. Blah, 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 blah. One dude was like, "Well, I was at my apartment and I was doing shots of vodka, and we put Valium in each shot of vodka. Holy and shit! And then my buddy said, said, called me and said, I need a ride, so I went to get him, and that's when I got a DUI." <laughs> Jesus, man. How'd you even drive? I thought to my, at least I pulled over this guy. He's fucking doing shots of vodka with Valiums. I mean, I can tell these stories all afternoon long. Yeah, sure. And you have to go. But anyways, yeah. Then you have to go to DUI school. <laughs> so, yeah. Jesus. CJ, have you been to DUI school? I haven't. So I have not. You and I are alone survivors. All right, cool. Terrible, <laughs> you guys, you guys are not part of the cool kids. I, just, I, 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 I would not call that the cool kids club. Yeah, Let's clarify real quick. Webb does not yeah. think that that's the cool kids hey, club. It costs a lot of money to get out of the cool kids club. Well, <laughs> and it's cost some of our friends their lives. Days. So yeah, yeah, keep right. that in mind. That's right. Driving home, you know, at two yeah. and three in the morning, you see a lot of potential suspects on the road. Yeah, driving all crazy. So yeah. I've had dodge. It's almost like turtle, man. I, or what was that? It was Frogger? Frogger. Yeah. yeah I've, I've had, I've had, <laughs> I had to frog my way through some of these these guys over the years. <laughs> I see that coming home from work at four in the afternoon. Well, that's the, the cell phone. Yeah. yeah. The cell phone yeah. thing. Yeah. I had a girl. I was on Riverside. I was going to work the other day, and she totally just come into my lane. I drove up in the grass. And I was about to hit this sign. I'm pretty sure the sign said, keep off the grass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And about the time I think I'm going to hit the sign, she moves and I get back over and I get to the stoplight. And she's just staring at her. Right here. Staring <laughs> at her. Yeah. And I was, no, no, no. Staring at her staring well. Because if I just saw a cell phone, I was going to get out of my truck and take it from her and throw it in the goddamn river. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I'm like, really? Come on, man. But I get passed by people all the time. Just they're doing their hair and looking at their phone. Yeah. And driving. Yeah. Mascara. Yeah. I got a buddy. He, he's, he's, a, he's a legend. He says, I can smoke, drink, and drive at the same time, and text. <laughs> your hey, remember when uh, <laughs> when you used to have to text by hitting all the numbers on your phone? What did you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to have a buddy that was like that. He'd be yeah. driving, and he'd be doing I'm like, dude, you got to watch the damn road, man. Yeah. And <laughs> we're, we're, we're going I got some, so good at it. Yeah, yeah, I got at so it. good no, at it. you. We're going to some fucking casino in West Oklahoma in the middle of nowhere to yeah. see Rat and Warrant and fucking, I don't know, Britney Fox or some shit. And he's <laughs> the greatest glam band of all. Yeah. You know, and it's when you have to do all the different I know you're the letters and the numbers. I'm on your team. Hit the girls and I'm, I'm like, dude, stop. You're going to kill us. Somehow he never did, though. Thank God. Me. You got voice text now, though. Yeah, I don't do that anymore because, yeah, like you said, if I really need to do something, I just voice it or just don't do it. Yeah. yeah. But I was bad on. about that early on. <laughs> Remember how big Britney Fox's hair was? Dude, that's like the... They were hey, are you I making hair jokes? Like, what the hell? Dude, it was like, it was the, it was the fucking bomb because everybody, you know, had their teased up hair right, and then Brittany right. Fox came out and it was just this big giant. I, I never got <laughs> there was Fox. That, the, that Long Way to Love song is like one of the, to me, one of the greatest glam riffs written. That yeah. that riff is so cool. It's, I don't know. Who was that? They're cheesy as hell. You know, that got played for Cinderella too. I don't know. A lot of people maybe not know that that, mm-hmm. that guitar player was the original Cinderella guitar player, which kind of makes sense why they kind of sounded like Cinderella. Like yeah, I think uh, Tough. You remember them? T U F F. They had <laughs> they had huge hair. Did they make jeans too? They were like one of the last big to get signed out of LA in that era. Tough skins. Ah, that's what it was. They were, you know, they were. I always had to have the huskies. I don't know. Wasn't that anything too? Huskies? Probably. Not that it should have been. Not that I think I ever have to worry about playing with those guys, but like I went out to Hollywood in '89, and they were like the. They had just got signed. They were the last of kind of that era, and it's kind of like the low. End of the gene pool, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like they were like <laughs> the they were just kind of like they weren't quite <laughs> that, you know. So yeah, uh, but I remember those guys. Right, right, right. I sat outside. Um, I think it, one of those clubs. I don't know if it was Roxy or, or one of those others with uh, Mark uh, from the Bullet Boys and Steve Show from Tough, and he was talking about their new record, and I'm just like, bro. <laughs> Isn't that guy like this tall? Not very. Most of those rock stars aren't very big. Little bitty guys. <laughs> well, I know this thing with the Bullet Boys. He's a little guy. That's why I ask. What are we going to do when the Bullet Boys and Tough and all those bands are just gone? Well, some of them Who's be okay with. But... <laughs> yeah, Tough can go. Hey, you better watch out. They're tough. They're yeah, right. they're I'm, straight. I'm just waiting for Pretty Boy Floyd to yeah. do another show. Yeah. Uh, Remember that video where that Pretty Boy Floyd singer tried to come out and Mark from Bullet Boys is like, basically, get the fuck off my stage? No, I need to look that up. 
Yeah, he tried to come out and like sing on at, at some show. I guess they were doing together. <laughs> there you go. Is it Martin <laughs> Torian or Torian? How do you say his last name? He was not having it. Mark Torian, uh, like he came off stage and got arrested for child support and. <laughs> On stage, wait, it gets better. It's better. Oh, I almost said something bad. So then, so then the 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 ex-wife is there, I guess, to see it, and the ex-wife is dating the singer from Candlebox. So that takes a picture of the guy from Bull Boys and Kevin Martin, and posts it on social media. Hey, don't get Dale started on Kevin Martin. So I mean, that's just a that's like genres coming together. Hey, we're back to where we started. The genre's coming together. That is a good, good way to go. But you want to know the biggest hair of them all? You remember Jet Boy? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I don't remember Tough or Jet Boy. I must have gotten out of it. They were on the low end of the I don't like sucking music. I don't listen to sucking music. I like XYZ with the Mohawks. What's that fucking band you like? Every time you get drunk, you want to listen to that shit? Junkyard? No, I love Junkyard. Yeah, Junkyard's so. good. Their new shit's what pretty good, too. Right. Yeah, it's like, pretty boy Florida. No, oh, this guy's great. It's Britney Fox. We were just talking about And that. I was just like, oh, you fucking killing me. They're the greatest <laughs> Daryl and I knew when to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when to cut my hair. They, they were not writing Mozart. I'll Damn, they ran out of band names. But this fool gets drunk, and that's what we go to. Well, the 80s, I didn't know. Metal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the right you, you hate that I played? That's the um, one I'm talking about. It's Pretty Boy Floyd. It ain't Pretty Boy Floyd. I don't ever play that. It's one. I saw their every CD. Time it comes I was at their CD release party though. That's a that's <laughs> something that I can say. Well, you should be because that's gay. They open the show with uh, "Toast <laughs> of the Town," the Motley Crue song. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was what they opened their show with. It was actually they had a pretty good cover of that. But yeah, that think Molly Cruz ever gonna do the tour? They pushed it back to twenty two. Man, well, have you seen that video? Yeah, yeah that was pretty rough. <laughs> Mick's going. Oh, Mick's Mick's is, I'm not worried about Mick. I'm yeah. worried about Vince. He's yeah, gonna have yeah, to get damn. because Mick's always wanting sure. like I I do better when I'm on tour because right. I have something to do. Yeah, right, I right, right, my right. hands and yeah. I'm a better player. He's moving but, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also there's this factor that's called I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't care. Whatever. They're gonna have they're gonna have yeah. Mick like Hannibal Lecter, like yeah. somebody's gonna come in with a dollar and he's wheeling across the stage. Like, over here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be over there. Yeah, and somehow he's still not going to be the spectacle. You know, I, man, he's so, great. Yeah, he's, Vince, yeah. You know, we, I saw them he's with great, uh, Alice Cooper in Oklahoma City, and man, even I guess that was like five years ago or four years. Man, that shit was. Horrendous. Yeah. That dude forgot words. He's yeah. like mumbling like this. Have you seen that video good. where he's singing Kickstart My Heart? And they're, it's like booty booty they, couch on my head. I watched that thing like 50 times and laughed hard. But then, but then when you watch like the Carnival Souls DVD they put out, he fucking sounds great. Like, you know, that's called he editing. Has, There's he called has editing. editing. There's called it's, editing. Yeah. He has it in him, man. I... I Hey, I ain't giving up on the man. Hey, the protein. I'm not giving up on the man. Bring back John Karabi. Bring back John. Bring back John. Just tour the 84 album the rest of your lives. I'll go to every show. I'll be the only one that shows up, but I'll be there. I saw a video of him in the 80s, and I thought it sounded like shit, too. But back then, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have it like... 
You know what I mean? Now well, everything's so readily available. As well, soon as somebody does some dumb shit, they got it's, fucking auto tune. You think you'd be fucking <clears throat> close? Well, like just lip sync, dude. Right now, I mean, like it's, right now, if I was Nikki Six, I'd be like, "All right, motherfucker, yeah, you're you're my employee. I own the name. That's right. You're gonna do this, this, and this." Nikki Six doesn't care. He's done. He's, he's been, been doing it. He's for, done for years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's for years he's been trying right. out there, and Vince sucked has sucked. For you know what? Make all these things. It'd be nice if the songs were sung in key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they're not sung in key. He doesn't sing half the words. And it has nothing to do with him being. I like what I hope he sings he when I, before he was fat. If I ever see him, I hope he sings that line "booty couch on the head," whatever, whatever that is. I'm, I'm ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be listening for that shit. Booty couch on my head. Booty couch on my head. Vince, hey Vince, it's all you, bro. You get all the props for being. Hey, tell him tell the story about. If you really want to impress Grind in the Normandies, you'll learn how to sing again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Botley Crew came to talk. So the B O K, they played. Oh no, no, no! They came to the what's that other place? Uh, before the B, we had the B O K downtown, the Civic Center or, or the Civic Center. Yeah, yeah. So no, Motley Crue was there, and it was the uh, the Carnival Sins tour. <coughs> I had a, I went a month previous and saw them in Kansas City, so I didn't come to this one. So Vince was throwing a meet and greet at this place on Brookside called the Sway. So I bought tickets to that. So I went. And Vince shows up. He got some trashy-ass girls with him, look half-retarded. And he comes up the steps, and he's shaking hands. And I shake his hand. He's got a fucking $100,000 watch on his hand, right? So I shake his hand, I see his watch, and I turn his hand over. I look at his watch, he goes... <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude, I was just looking at your watch. Jerks his hand back. He's like, 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 like I was going to steal his watch or something, but I was like, nice meeting you, bud. <laughs> That's great. That was my best nil story. <laughs> we met Nikki Six, though. That was cool. Yeah, we met like, Nikki Six, yeah. Rockahoma. I mean, you know, that's the cool thing about um, what we do in these bands. Is Six we get, was cool. We yeah. get to play live shows. All that's cool, but we've gotten to play with or meet some of like our heroes. Like I grew up with fucking Nikki six and Ace Fraley and all these people up on my wall. And then you play shows or you, you know, you're interacting. With I wanted to be guys. John Karabi it's, and I thought it's fucking awesome. That's you know, definitely like, been a, a great. Yeah. I wanted to be benefit. John and I've, we've got to hang out with him. We've played three, four shows with John and he's, he's John Karabi. He's, he's the shit. shit, man. He's the shit. I love John. Good dude. Yeah, he is. So, sorry, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so before we get off here, we got to, and I don't know if you're getting close to wrapping up. But no, yeah, this is actually our last thing. No, I, we gotta, gotta I know where you're going. We you got to do Metal Dave. Yeah, yeah okay. that's, that's where we're going. I had, well, first I wanted to start with, you shared that story on Facebook. That's his story. That his story. You got to tell a story. And so I was, I was wanting to know, was he a pallbearer and saw you? Is that what I was doing? Okay, so we had a we had a death, and we were burying we were we're burying the body. The, we were doing the whole procession thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm carrying the coffin. So you, you're somebody a goes, pallbearer. I'm a pallbearer. Okay, okay. He's like, "Hey, motherfucker, what's up?" I'm carrying the coffin. And I'm like, "Dang!" I'm like, "Give me just a second. We put the coffin. Sorry, we put the coffin on the on where it needs to go down." And he's just right there. He's like, when are you playing next? I'm going to be there. 
bro. <laughs> somebody in the crowd here. I was like, give me a minute. He's like, okay. He literally like walked back 10 steps and just stood there and waited. He's like, hey, this is a bad motherfucking singer right here. <laughs> bad ass fucking band right here. And I'm like, dang. And then the people that didn't know me were like, you're in a band. You're in a band. I'm like, this isn't the time. <laughs> So, finally, the preacher realizes what's going on. He's just kind of like, hey, hey, over here, over here, over here. And then it kind of calmed down. And then as soon as he said the prayer, he was like, what's up, man? I'm coming. I'm coming. And I was like, okay, man. Fuck yeah. Come. Jeez. True story. Swear to God. Wow. It was great. Well, It's my memory of him. That's right. And you know what? Every time we play, that that guy was front row, right, in my face. Yep. And I'm like, what's this old dude doing here? But you know what? He loved it. Yeah. Whether he loved me, who cares? But he right. loves all of it. Yeah, he yeah, loved he, he loved Tulsa music. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, <laughs> and he was he was he was dope. He was he was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Rest, Rest in peace, Dave. Yeah, he was always there. For sure. We'll miss you, man. Yeah, I feel like badass Renee's. I didn't get a show that he wasn't there. Yeah. As well as other people. Even, even when it was the old memorial lounge yeah. or whatever. Dude, we play the shrine, there, we play man. the Vanguard, we play wherever. He's right there. If I Yeah, if we walked in a place and I didn't know he was there, I would know he's there really fast. <laughs> I mean, the biggest, loudest voice you could ever imagine. I still see that. That was one of the greatest stories. I'm at a funeral and he's like, best fucking band, greatest fucking singer. And I'm like, we're laying a guy to rest. And I'm like, I'm the show. And that's right. It's all about me. That, that's what I right? shared. The Isn't other, that terrible? The other day that, to me, his legacy was like watching every band be like, you know, he was there for, for us from the beginning. He was like one of our number one fans. So many bands felt like he was like their number one supporter. Right. Like Pete Sand, like he, he just was a great, yeah. you know, legacy to the Tulsa music scene. So I don't think I've ever met anybody that loved it more, more, you know what I mean? Ever. Right. Like. As much as we say we love it, mm-hmm. he loved it more than we did, I think. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. Good fun times, man. Yeah. I will I will miss getting flipped off during my guitar song. I partied with hey, I, hey, I partied with him one night at Rockahome. It was me and Gunner, Derek, uh, uh the guitar player, what's Randy's uh for THC? Cooper. Cooper. Randy Cooper and Metal Dave. I took my son to go see Bullet for My Valentine. They want to see Bullet for My Valentine. I dropped him off. I got so fucked up with those guys. My son had to drive me home, and he didn't know how to get back from Rockland. But we made it. But, but yeah, I've had some good times with that guy. He was it was fun. <laughs> yeah, he he was a trip for sure. For yeah, sure, man. Rest in peace. Here, here. Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> right on, guys. Well. Appreciate you doing this, talking about this show coming up and all this other great shit about how much Vince Neil sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that? There's like a five minute conversation about how much Vince Neil sucks and I only made one comment. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> Usually you spearhead those conversations. Well, I'm still on the, I'm still like, I believe in you, okay. man. I think you can pull it out. Nah. I'm pulling for it. Nah, fuck you. Yeah, I don't uh, think you can. I'm what about the, I, I want to, I want to ask you two, what do you think of that new Volbeat song? I fucking love it. I do have, you really? There you go. Pete Webb of the Normandies, Dell Diver, and CJ McClellan of Grind. A huge thank you. 
to all of them for coming over, sitting down, talking to us about this show, and of course, all kinds of stuff. Usually when you sit down with anybody, especially with Dell Diver, you're going to go on a lot of different subjects. And I think that's what we did. Hey, that's good, though. Yeah, absolutely. Love all these guys. And it's been, I mean, I know Dell's been on here now. It's probably like the third or fourth time. CJ, this is, if you can't, I mean, you got to count him as being on here because he, he, yeah. talked, he talked a little bit. So Yes, he did. This has probably got to be his like fifth or sixth time. Yeah, he exactly. Might be, he might be like six and he might be in his own level now, six right. or seven. Well, and, and I need to look deservedly so. Yeah. But I say that to say it's been way too long since we had Pete on in the Normandies. That's actually been probably like, hell, I didn't look it up at three years. Yeah, probably. yeah, exactly. So very glad to finally get some, some Normandies love back here on this podcast as it should be. And once again, this Saturday night, June 12th, the Vanguard, the return of the Vanguard. It's their first show back. The Normandies grind. R.R. Williams. Don't make ghosts. Don't make ghosts. I almost said we make ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here for you. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so check that all out. Ten bucks at the door, ten bucks in advance, whatever. Make it happen. All right. A huge thank you to them and a huge thank you for checking us out. If it's your first time listening, subscribe to us wherever you're listening so you don't miss future episodes. Follow us on all the socials. Like, share, retweet, and reshare, whatever it allows you to do. TheThunderUnderground.com is the website. You can listen to the podcast there as well. You can listen to us most anywhere podcasts are heard. Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. And we have 320 plus episodes you can check out. Recently we had guys from Buck Cherry, Dirty Honey, who else? Uh, Haunt. Why am I just drawing a blank? But That's what we do. We say in every goddamn episode, I'm going to write a list. But going back in the past, earlier this year, we had Brian Wheat from Tesla. We had Paige Hamilton of Helmet last fall. We've had on guys from Typo Negative and Prong. We've had on guys from Shine Down and Trapped. What? <laughs> We've had on Vanilla Ice. We've had on Gene Simmons. So just dig through there. That kind of runs the gamut for you right there. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, upcoming, uh, we might have somebody from Void Vader. We might. We might. We might have somebody from Tetrarch. We might. But uh, who but knows? But there are two people we definitely will have. Oh, yeah. And who is that, Trent? Austin Moe. Right. He was on here earlier this year. He's Not, making his return. Right. We got a great interview with him coming up. And then Damon Johnson is returning for the fifth time. Hell yes. So that's very cool. Something that I never thought we'd be saying. So that's probably next week's episode, Damon Johnson. But in the meantime... We've got several in the can, so more coming. Check it all out. And I think that covers it for another one. All right. And once again, a huge thank you to Pete, Dell, CJ from the Normandies and Grind. Huge thank you to Hell Hot Hot Sauce, Sunset Tattoo, Med Pharma, DEV Concerts. And until next time. I hate the fucking new Lamb of God band. The new band? What do you Chris mean? Chris Adler. The new oh, new was okay. fucking Lamb of God. Right. I cannot stand to hear them go, and it goes. Chris was like, can't do it. Thunder Underground, y'all.